Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to our 66 summary verses of the Bible. We continue to really be happy to be going through these. We're looking at them in a chronological order. We are now come to 1 Peter. And so as we look at this, Pastor Nathaniel Mayhew and myself, Neil Radical, we are looking at which verse for today, Nathaniel? We're looking at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. And I have to tell you, Neil, I love this verse and people are going to know why here as soon as we get into it. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Maybe before we get into the verse itself, we could talk a little bit about where we are in the New Testament. So we date this letter at about 64, 65 AD. So if you think about this in years, if Jesus was born a couple of years before zero, Peter may have been and probably was a little bit older than Jesus was, which would mean that he's probably in his late 60s or early 70s when he's writing this letter, just to kind of give it a little bit of context. Most likely he was one of the older ones. He has his own business and he was the, the outspoken one, kind of the leader of the disciples too. So it gives us a little bit of the background for these two letters that we're going to be talking about this week. But what I really like about this verse, Neil, is that Peter, as he writes to encourage this group of people, they were suffering. They were being persecuted. As we read through this particular letter, 16 times he refers to the idea of suffering. And so he's trying to encourage these believers who are suffering for their Christian faith, just as he had during his ministry with Jesus himself and then later on. But there's also 30 imperatives commands that Peter gives in this short letter. And so he also emphasizes the result of God's work in our lives and what that does. It changes who we are and what we do, just like it changed Peter, the one who started off in fear and trepidation, but who came boldly and proclaimed Jesus after his resurrection. Peter was changed, and he says that change has to take place in the Christian. And so he says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Your gifts that God has given to you are different than the gifts that he has given to me. We talk about that all the time. And yet, just because your gifts are different than mine doesn't mean I can sit and mope because I don't have the gifts that you have or that you should sit and mope because you don't have the gifts that I have. God wants us to use those gifts, whatever they might be, in whatever way that we can in the service of his kingdom. And you know what we call this, right? This is the doctrine of vocation, using those gifts that God has given to us as a father, as a mother, as a husband, as a wife, as a child, as a pastor, as a teacher, whatever it is that we are doing, whatever the Lord has gifted us to be able to do, use that to serve, to minister to one another as good stewards of the grace of God, which is manifold, so multifaceted 
and different for every one of us. Beautiful, beautiful passage. I like the end it with manifold because that's where I wanted to begin. That manifold word in the Greek, poikilos, is also referred to as you think of the color spectrum. How many different colors are there, variations of colors? And you think about God blessing us with all these different kinds of gifts that you talked about. I think it's very hard for us not to be envious or jealous of each other's gifts. You know, I, I'm always amazed by your knowledge of history and how you can remember those things. It's just incredible. And so I can either whine about it or I can learn from you and grow together. You know, I think that's what Peter's trying to encourage the Christians in Jerusalem. How are you using your gifts, even in the midst of persecution? You know, if, he's, if this is 60, 70 years old, then we're getting close to 70 AD. It could be that Jerusalem is very much being destroyed by the Romans at this time. I almost picture these letters being passed around in the catacombs where Christians are hiding. How are we using our gifts even in the midst of this? How are we standing up for Christ? Peter's got bold sections here. They're very encouraging to stand up for your faith and for that truth. And so I like that one of the imperatives you called, one of the 30 imperatives is minister it. Minister means to serve. And so that idea that each one has been blessed with a gift, we want to minister with those gifts. And if we don't think we have gifts, then we're not looking very hard. We're not actually trying to realize what God has blessed us with. James talks about that. It says, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. And what I love about that, God's gifts are perfect. We struggle with making perfect use of them. We struggle with growing in them. We struggle with re rejecting them and not using them like we should. And so ultimately, the Lord wants us to learn how to use them, how to grow in them, and how to be good stewards, which is being good caretakers caretakers of the blessings he's given to us and that manifold grace again multifaceted with the gifts he gives to us with the gift of his grace and forgiveness with the gift of christ's blood and the confidence to go out and stand for his truth and share what that truth means for us in our lives all of us have been given gifts from god now to go and share and use very encouraging section i'd like to close with a hymn that's not in our hymnal neil and if i were to ever compose or produce my own hymnal, as you mentioned Prof. Ryan did, I would include in it a section on vocation. And the Lutheran service book, the, the new hymnal by the Missouri Synod, actually has a section in it on vocation. And I want to use a couple of verses from one of the hymns from that hymnal. We pray, O Christ who called the twelve to rise and follow you, forsaking old familiar ways for ventures bold and new, Grant us to hear your call, to risk security, and bound in heart and will to you find perfect liberty. O Christ, who taught the twelve the truth for ages sealed, whose words and works awakened faith the ways of God revealed, instruct us now, we pray. By your empowering word, true teacher, be for all who seek their light, their life, their Lord. O Christ, who led the twelve among the desolate and broke as bread of life for all your love compassionate, lead us along the ways where hope has nearly died and help us climb the lonely hills where love is crucified. O Christ, who sent the twelve on roads they'd never trod to serve, to suffer, teach, proclaim the nearer reign of God. Send us on ways where faith transcends timidity, where love informs and hope sustains both life 
and ministry. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.